Love Talk Radio. Thank you. 
with your co-workers right now, even if you're in the building, share this worship service. If you're watching online, if you're watching online, you on vacation, you with family, with you with friends, share this worship service with your loved ones this day. We are so grateful to be in the house of the Lord one more time. Amen. Oh, come on. You can do better than that. He decided to wake you up this morning. And somebody said, the old folks used to say, he started me on my way and made our way to this the house of prayer today. Let us go to God in prayer. Eternal God, our Father, we are grateful for this day. We are grateful for this day, O God, because this is a day we have never seen before. And it is a day we shall never see again. God, we invoke your presence right now, O God. And we ask, O God, that you saturate the room with your presence. We ask, O God, that as you are in this space, that you consecrate this space and make it holy. As we have come to worship and to praise your magnificent name. God, we are grateful. We are grateful to be among the people today. And we ask, oh God, that since we are here, help us, oh God, to worship you in spirit and in truth. For this is our prayer, this is our plea, and is in the matchless name of Jesus we pray, and all of God's people said together, amen. I'm going to invite you this morning, I'm going to invite you this morning to stand for the reading of the word of God. If you are able, you've got the activity of your limbs today. We're going to invite you to stand for the reading of God's word found in Joshua, Joshua, the sixth chapter, beginning with the first reading down through the fifth verses. There you will find these words recorded. Now, Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None, none went out, and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand, its king and the mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city, all you men of war. You shall go all around the city once. This you shall do six days. And seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. But the seventh day, you shall march around the city seven times. And the priests shall blow the trumpets. It shall come to pass when they make a long blast with the ram's horn. And when you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people shall shout with a great shout. Then the wall of the city will fall down flat, and the people shall go up every man straight before him. The word of God for the people of God, and all of God's people said, Amen. You may be seated in his presence. I'm going to need your help this morning. I know y'all know this song. This is an old church song. Pass me not, O oh gentle Savior. Amen. Amen. 
are as following. First of all, we want to say welcome, welcome once again to all of you who are worshiping with us here at Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, the birthplace of gospel music. We are super excited that you are here this morning. And we know, we know you could have been any other place, but you decided to be here and we praise God for your presence. I have a few announcements that I'd like to make uh, so that our congregation will be made aware um, a lot is indeed going on, and we are super excited. God is 
opening doors for us. For those of you who are part of the class of 2022, we're asking that you would get your names into uh, the church office, our church clerk, so that we might acknowledge everyone who is a part of Ebenezer or connected with Ebenezer uh, in for our graduate recognition Sunday, which will be on the fourth Sunday. We're asking for you to get those in by the second Sunday so that we can get your name, your picture, your work you're doing, the details uh, as we acknowledge you as being a part of the class of 2022. Um, we also want to make mention that the vendor fair uh, is coming up in August, and those of you who want to have a table or want to participate in the vendor fair as a vendor, you can get your form starting today uh, from uh, Sister Tolliver or anyone a part of that committee uh, if you want to participate. Uh, in the vendor fair. Also, please mark your calendar. Summer Sizzle will be July 10th. Uh, that will be a major outreach, a major evangelism outreach. Hear me, hear me today. That will be a major evangelism outreach July 10th uh, for our Summer Sizzle. Also want to make mention, please mark your calendar. June 11th at 10 a.m. is our church business meeting. June 11th at 10 a.m. will be our business meeting. We want to give you an update of where we are and what we are doing and our various major projects that we have going on. Also, please share with your family members and your friends our webpage. There you'll see on that webpage, the first thing you will see will be uh, the Friends of Ebenezer page. And that page, you want, you, it tells you about all the things we're doing to support our capital uh, stewardship campaign to refurbish our building. And we want you to spread the word to your friends and neighbors, loved ones, co-workers. Let them know that if they want to support, they can go directly to that webpage to be a part of the Friends of Ebenezer. We've already gotten, uh, uh, many people have already visited and we want more. Amen. Amen. And then we are want to make mention that uh, choir rehearsal will be this coming Thursday before uh, the uh, celebration choir rehearsal, 530. Uh, there will be a choir rehearsal for uh, all choir members at 530 so we can continue to, to practice and get ready for Sunday service. And then immediately following that, we'll go right into the celebration choir rehearsal at 6.30. Amen. We're trying to make certain that you get it all done in one day as opposed to coming out on multiple days. Amen. Amen. If you can make it, please be here. Now, I want to spend a little time on the church anniversary. Had an opportunity to be here Thursday evening and uh, to witness uh, the first rehearsal for what we are calling, Sister Pig, the Lord gave this to me, the Celebration Choir, the 120th Church Anniversary Celebration Choir. The Celebration Choir will be having a concert starting at 2.57 p.m. on Sunday, June 12th. At 2.57, the organ will begin to play, the pipe organ will begin to play, and we will then commence with the Celebration Choir. Now, uh, the Celebration Choir is singing all genres of music, 
uh, that we have sung in the past as we celebrate this rich history, 120 years of Christian ministry. Now, if you are a singer, you are in the choir, a choir, been a part of the choir, we want to invite you to come out for the celebration choir. We have some guest folk that's coming, and they sounded really good Sunday. Didn't have a lot, but we had some good singers. We want more. So if you are a singer, these are songs that you can learn fairly quickly, and we can have a wonderful celebration to the glory of God. That morning service, we are pleased to announce that uh, for the morning service of the anniversary we are pleased to announce that Dr. Frank Anthony Thomas will be our guest speaker. Dr. Thomas is the former pastor of the New Faith Baptist Church in Maxson, and then also uh, the former pastor of the Mississippi Boulevard Church down in Memphis. Now he currently serves as the professor of preaching and theology at the Christian Theological Seminary in Indianapolis. He will be here that Sunday morning. And, of course, we will have our regular worship service with guest artists and members of our faith community. So we're going to have a wonderful, wonderful day as we celebrate 120 years of Christian ministry. There ain't a lot of folks that can say that. And you know what we've already asked you to do. We've asked you in, in, in celebration of this to give over and above $120 uh, as a gift to Ebenezer as we continue the great work that God has given to your hand. I guarantee you, we are going to have a great day in the Lord. 120 years is, is a milestone. A milestone. God has said, you can still be relevant. You, can, you still get to be relevant. 120 years. There's some churches that have not yet, have not reopened their doors. But God said, for what you can still be relevant. So we can't throw no party and we not participate. That's like throwing a birthday party and you not be there. Your birthday party, we celebrate. Amen. Can I get some help in here? Praise the Lord. Let's continue with worship this morning uh, as we continue to worship our God. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Anybody got a thank you in your heart this morning? Come on, put your hands together, church. Without home, without 
in the street and the drug habits come. Jesus can be muggers and robbers. No place seems to be safe. But you've been my protection every step of the world. I want to thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. Thank you for your love. 
see, see, sometimes we take for granted the little simple things. Just waking up in the morning is something to be thankful for. Just, just getting up and putting your feet on solid ground in the morning is something to be thankful for. Nah, 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 nah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow. Uh, Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We talk about words around here all the time. Words and words matter. And there's a part of the song where it says, it should have been me. That y'all just missed it. There's another part of the song that says, it could have been me. But thank you, Lord. It could have been me outdoors. It could have been me with no food, no clothes. It could have been me. If that ain't enough reason for you to get up on your feet and just give God some praise, because it could have been you. I saw it in the book. I saw it in there. I saw it in there. They, 
I saw it in it. He said it's good for us to be here, be here. While we're in a thankful mood and a thankful spirit, it is offering time, church. It is offering time, church. It is offering time. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. As our ushers get ready to come, for those of you who are watching at home, you see the five ways to give on your screen. You can go immediately to give on uh, to EbenezerBronzeville.org. That's EbenezerBronzeville.org. Hit the Give Now button if you feel so um, prepared. Go ahead and do that as well. Hit the Give Now button. If you want to do text to give, you can do that right now. The ushers do have this information for those of you who are in the room. When they come around, just raise your hand. They'll give you a card with all the same information. But you can hit the Give Now button. But you can give by text. There's text to give. 312-779-0146. Again, the text-to-give number is 312-779-0146. And if you want to do it the old-school way, drop it in the mail or drop it off at the facility. The address is 4501 South Vincennes Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60653. And, of course, we also have QuickPay and Orsdale, and you can do that at 773 960 9028. Don't forget, friends of Ebenezer, that information is also on the website. Amen. Before I pray, I know Pastor already, I'll say that when I come back up here. Don't even worry about it. Let us pray. Father God, thank you. Thank you, God, in advance. God, we thank you, Lord, just for being God. Lord God, we thank you for another Sunday. God, we thank you because it could have been us, God. It should have been us, God, but we thank you right now. Lord God, we thank you in advance for both the gift and the giver. God, we recognize there are some who are in a position who are not able to give, but they have it on their hearts and they have a mindset to give. God, we thank you for them. Even at this time, God, we just want to say thank you. Now, God, you know what we stand in need of. You know the arduous task that you have put before us. God, we're asking right now that you would bless this offering 100 or even 1,000 fold so that we can continue to do the work of your kingdom in this place. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Every heart said amen. 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 Again, if you need the online information, just ask one of our ushers and they will get that for you. Amen. Thank you. 
King, don't go nowhere. Minister King, don't go nowhere. Stay close. I'm going to do something a little different with prayer. With prayer. Pop. For over 24 months, we have not been able to come down to the altar, but I'm going to invite you to be able to do that. We're going to socially distance. We're going to, we're going to have our mask on. Because I just believe that there's somebody that wants to come down to the altar for prayer. I believe it. And you ain't got to worry about who's looking, who's watching. If you desire prayer this morning, and I know that you do, we're going to invite you to the altar. And I'm going to have Minister King to lay hands on for anybody that desires prayer. We're going to socially distance. We're going to put our mask on. It's going to be okay. Some of us have been double boosted, triple boosted. And we're going to keep getting boosted because we're not going to prayer list this morning, Laney and Lenore Elms, Lindsay Mayfield, Marguerite Jones, the mother of Reginald Jones, Doris Robertson, the cousin of Beverly Stinson, Deacon Chester Coleman, Elise and Willie Grant, Alfred Moore, Kenneth Sexton, son of Vivian Peak, Al and Mary Burton, Shirley Anderson, Mary Sumter, Mary, Reverend Mary Grant, Sarah Phillips, Mary Alexander, Rosa Conway, Gladys Evans, Patricia Hart Hatcher, Janice Carr, Reverend James Thompson, Albert Cheney, the son of Reva Cheney, Sabrina Cheney, daughter of Reva Cheney, Angela Williams, the daughter of Patricia Hatcher, Glorine Driver, friend of Gail and Juanita Cooper, David Pearson, Bernetta Pearson, the parents of Dr. Pam Person, Michael Jones Jr., friend of Dorothy Gibson and family, Stanley Stovall, who's here today. Continue to pray for Betty Smith. We continue to pray for those families impacted in Uvala, Texas. Those babies that were cut down in their classroom. We're praying for our country that we will do something. Something. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we, you have heard the names of those who are on our list. God, you know that what we stand in need of, God. 
We know right now, God, there's people that are dealing with physical challenges right now whose bodies are betraying them. And they stand in need of healing, oh God. For those who are in sick room, God, we lift them up to you today, God. We lifting up, oh God, our children, oh God. Knowing, oh God, feeling, oh God, that we are failing our children, oh God. God, help us, this faith community, do our part to make a difference in our communities, oh God. Continue to speak to us, oh God, as you guide and direct us so that we recognize, oh God, that there is a role for the church to play. And it's more than just playing a role on Sunday. But you've called us to have an impact Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. God, we're lifting up our faith community, oh God. Somebody in this room's heart is heavy, God. Cause them to know, oh God, that you will sustain, that you will keep, that you will restore. In the name of Jesus, oh God. We know it looks dark in, the, in this moment, oh God. But we also are reminded by your word that weeping may endure for a night. But thanks be unto God, joy cometh in the morning. God, I continue to pray for our faith community, God, right now. God, you know the work that you've given to our hands. It's a massive undertaking, God. But we thank you because you have been faithful. You have been faithful, God. You have opened doors. You continue to open doors, God. And we say thank you, oh God. Continue to bind us together, oh God. Bind us together, God. Thank you for our leadership, oh God, our chairman of our trustees, our chairman of our deacons, our treasurer, all of those persons who are officers in our faith community, God. Bind us together so that we can do the work that you've given to our hands. Thank you, God. Thank you for the gift of life, for reasonable course of health and strength. We thank you, O oh God, you allowed us to see another day. And so since you have done this, God, God, we pray, O oh God, that you will accept our worship today. I lift up every member of this church. I lift up every member of this church, God. Cause them right now to, to, to feel a sense of belonging. This is your home. This is your house. We are family. This is where we will work out our soul's salvation. God, I pray for the man of the hour who will preach the word. God, clear his thoughts, clear his mind, and allow him only to concentrate on what you would have him to say. God, that in the hopes that when he has finished preaching, someone come down those aisles or indicate online what must I do to be saved. And we'll be ever so careful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. Lift now, God, this prayer upon the wings of the noonday. Place it before thy feet. 
So the all-wise God, we pray, and for his sake we pray. And all of God's people say, amen, amen, and amen. Amen. You may return to your seat. Amen. Amen. Before we have our Samanic selection, we are... I don't need to have to introduce the speaker of the hour because y'all know who he is. But there have there have been people who have asked me, what 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 is your philosophy as it relates to people preaching? And I take it from my own life experience. And my mentor, my pastor, Reverend Leon Perry the Third, always gave me opportunity because he would tell me that if I didn't think you had it, I wouldn't have you sitting next to me or serving next to me. And he recognized that in order for us to get better, that we had to do it. And I'm just thankful to God that we have here at Ebenezer a person who can do it, who can preach the word so I don't have any fear or concern that you won't be biblically sound or eschatologically correct. I don't have to worry about that. And I'm grateful to him as we have continued to solidify our relationship to serve God in this place for such a time as this. Because the truth of the matter is, we ain't got time for foolishness. We really don't have time. Not when people's hearts are broken. Not when children are dying in classrooms. Not when people are eating out of garbage cans because they can't afford gas. Y'all don't hear me today. Not because they are. we don't have time when you have seniors that feel alone and by themselves. We don't have time for foolishness when our young people don't know which way they are going, don't know what way is right or what way is wrong. And we can't blame them because somebody didn't teach them. So we don't have time to play. So I thank God for him. I remember a song of the angelic choir that always uh, stayed down in my heart uh, that Edwin Colvin would teach y'all. I ain't. I keep so busy serving my master, I ain't got time to die. When we're serving, we ain't got time for foolishness. We check our egos at the door, and we do everything for the glory of God. We're trying to model what we're expecting from our congregation that we would check our eagles at the door and that we would come with a spirit of service. That's what. And so that after the sermonic selection, the next speaking voice you will hear will be that of Dr. Dana King, associate pastor of Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. 
Run after the rain. 
particular song y'all uh, we, we had this discussion and, and pastor might have been listening I'm not sure we had this discussion about music on on, on my radio show uh, about a week ago and and uh, I was challenged about my my like for hymns about my like for hymns I was challenged I was challenged it was 
it was maybe you just don't like hymns, you know, you know. And 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 what I what my response was, it's not that I don't like hymns. If you're gonna sing one, just sing it right. If you if you if you because the words of the song matter. If you're going to play it, play it right. If you're going to sing it, sing it right. Otherwise, you're just playing around and just going through the motions. And, and Pastor said earlier, we ain't got time for that. And so that particular song, it popped up in my social media feed in a memory that I posted, I think it was about seven years ago. And, and Marvin Winans was singing it. And, 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 and so, you know, the musicians know, you know, I, I like uh, Pastor Person. Because Pastor Person swear he can sing. He, he swear he can sing. See, I know God didn't I know God didn't give me that ministry. But every now and then when I see a preacher singing and he's singing real good, I send it to the musician. And I just put a little note next to it. I said, Ooh, I wish I could sing this. So I sent him this song. Just send it to him and, and told him sing whatever y'all gonna sing. And I I, I wasn't ready. Cause I almost I, 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 this all this stuff that I was up till four o'clock in the morning trying to finish writing. I feel like I want to do something else. I really do. I do, and I'm I'm trying to stay obedient to what I'm supposed to do. But I I'm gonna preach this, and and me and God are just you know He'll beat me up later. I don't know. I'm just I feel compelled to do something though. I do. I do. All right, we gonna my God. Mm. I, I may mention in Bible study on on Wednesday. Uh, I think it was Wednesday. No, actually it wasn't Wednesday. Maybe it was uh, on something else. And I talked about, I felt like there was uh, the message of uh, taking a second look. That was the message that I wanted to preach, right? Take a second look. That was what God, I, I just kept looking at it and I'm studying scripture. And then God said, no, that ain't what I want you to preach. You're going to preach what I want you to preach. And I just have to learn to be obedient because I know what it feels like to get upside the head by God. All right. Amen. Amen. Uh, I do want to acknowledge real quick, um, my, my mom is here, my, my other mama is here, uh, and, and my aunt is here. Yeah, my aunt, she didn't come the last time the whole clan came, but she snuck in today, and God bless you. Thank you for coming, my aunt Stephanie, sitting in between the two of them back there. So uh, I am grateful. Thank you all. Thank you all. And Pastor Person, thank you for... Uh, your words earlier, and I'll, I'll say this, despite the efforts of some, yeah, y'all know I'm going to say what I'm going to say, y'all. <laughs> despite the efforts of some, we all right. So, okay. Our scripture, our scripture, <laughs> thank you, Holy Ghost. Our scripture comes from the book of Joshua. He read it already. You don't have to stand. Again, our scripture comes from the book of Joshua, chapter 6, Starting at the first verse, uh, Mary, and I see you're going to get comfortable, but don't get too comfortable because, yeah, something else might happen. So let's just, just, just stay ready. Just stay ready. Uh, Joshua chapter 6, verses 1 through 5, it reads, Now the gates of Jericho were securely barred from the Israelites. I'm reading the uh, NIV version. I'm supposed to read the King James because... I'm going to get yelled at for not reading what she put on the screen. Now, Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel, and none went out, and none came in. Verse 2 says, And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given into thine hand Jericho, and the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor. And ye shall compass the city 
all ye men of war, and go around about the city once. Thus shalt thou do six days. And seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns. And the seventh day ye shall compass the city seven times, and the priests shall blow with trumpets. Verse 5 says, and it shall come to pass. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, it shall come to pass. Okay, they don't look like they believe you. Look, look, turn around and look somewhere else and say, it shall come to pass. That when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when ye hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people, not some, all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall ascend upon every man straight before him. The word of God is already blessed. Father God, we're praying right now. God, just move me out the way. And let your word go forth. Let them not see me, but the you in me. We pray now in Jesus' name. Amen. This, this particular scripture, this particular text, rather, all I could see when God gave it to me was just a simple title, The Walls, The Walls, The Walls. And when we, when we hear the term walls, we, we, we tend to think about the ones that we are surrounded in. We tend to think about walls, and because Jericho was a city that was walled, the narrative, the narrative of Jericho uh, uh, was uh, leading the Israelites to bring down the walls of Jericho was a powerful moment in Christian history. Jericho gives it a powerful account, and it demonstrates the faithfulness of those who follow God's direction. This, this, this narrative is part of the fulfillment of the greater promise that God made to the Israelites that they would indeed make it to the promised land. He made that promise before Moses died, right? He made that promise before Moses died, and he declared, when Moses declared that Joshua would be his successor and lead the Israelites into this land flowing with milk and honey. But then when they got across the Jordan, y'all know the story, Jericho was the first city that the Israelites had to conquer, uh, and Joshua was their leader. But there was a problem because Jericho had this wall that surrounded everything. This, 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 this ancient biblical passage is full of relevance, even today, for believers. I did a little research, did a little research, and Pastor mentioned this earlier. I, I like to study a lot. I do when it comes to this. Didn't like school at all, but this, I just love doing this. Uh, uh, but Jericho, Jericho has a few meanings in the Bible. The first one is fragrant, 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 fragrant in the Bible. It's also called the city of palms. Jericho, Jericho, just for, for perspective, if you ever look at a biblical map, was located five miles west of the Jordan and seven miles north of the, uh, of the, of, of the Dead Sea. And, and Jericho stood opposite of Mount Nebo, and it was surrounded by walls and ruled by a king. Jericho was one of the oldest cities in the world, and in the winter, it became a resort town for people who wanted to flee cold and colder weather. Okay, so, 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 so then the presence of, of springs inside the city made Jericho a very green and plush area, thus the, the, the term fragrant. Because even though everything was going on on the outside, Jericho had all of these amazing things on the inside. Thus, it was the gateway to the land of milk and honey. 
Jericho was the gateway to the city of Canaan. And when the Israelites got there, ready to enter the promised land, this was the city that surrounded it by the walls. So no one could come in and take over. But God said, this is the city that I am promising my children. Can I pause for a second and and just ask a question? If, If God gave you something, why are we waiting around for other people to fix it? That'll catch some of y'all later. I know, I know. Because, see, a lot of times we, we and, and Pastor mentioned, and I didn't want to go there, but you brought it up. So, you, as they say in the courtroom, you open the door, I'm going to step on in. You, 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 you know, they, we, they're talking about pray that, 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 that the people in charge would change the laws. Pray that the people in charge would do something about the guns that are on the pray and pray and do that. And, and I thought about it. I said, you know what, God, we, why do I need to talk to God about something he already gave us power over? We ain't got to pray to God. We can just vote them fools out. Okay, see, I, man, you should have put up the disclaimer. These are my, you know, these ain't got nothing to do with but in our, in our text, in our text, in our text, the gates are now found to be locked, watch this now, to keep the Israelites out. Now, God had given Joshua, here, here, here's the part that get us in trouble. God had given Joshua very specific instructions on what to do to cause the walls to collapse so that the Israelites would defeat Jericho and claim what was theirs in faith that God had promised them. It's essential to our salvation. It's essential to our walk in Christ that we follow the instructions. Let me say it again. It is essential to our walk in Christ that we follow the instructions. We must believe that God is powerful and that God acts in mysterious ways. And even when we don't understand, we must still follow instructions. This was the first place, watch this now, Joshua and the Israelites had to attack, and God's method for fighting at the time, it didn't seem to make any sense. Y'all read the scripture with me, at least I hope you did. God told them, now mind you, they had been in some battles before, right? Mind you, Joshua was a, 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 a strategist. Moses, was a, Moses had new uh, a warfare strategy, but this just didn't make sense. So what you're telling me is, you, 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 want, you want us to do what now? You want us to walk up to the wall. That's what you said, right? And then march around it one time. And, and don't say nothing. Don't sing nothing. We ain't having no meeting. Y'all ain't got to vote. I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to get in trouble. I feel trouble coming. I, 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 y- y- y'all ain't got to vote. We, we ain't got to have a quorum. Okay, let me. All right. And, and you just going to go around the wall, and that's it. And you're going to do it, you know, a couple. And then on the last day, okay, we, we, I don't want to rush it. I don't want to rush it. Joshua had to trust God. He had to trust God, right? And he had to trust God. And, he, and, and because Joshua trusted God, the people trusted him. Okay, not only, not only did God tell them to do something strange, he also stretched it out over a seven-day period. Many times, church, God will take us, God takes much longer, watch this, to work than we think he should. Because, you know, we, we think, we think, well, Lord, I prayed 10 minutes ago. You ought to start fixing it right now. 
Okay, okay. So, 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 so God in his own time, watch this, in his own time, he is not subject to ours. He's not subject to ours. We like to now, now, now. It's, it's too funny. It's too funny because my 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 godmama is here, and now my god, my my other mom is here, and, and she 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 sings this song over at the church. You know the one. He's an on time God. Yes, he is. You may not. He may not come when you want him to. That's the words, right? He may not come when we want him to, but he's always right on time. That's the that's that's the song, right? But 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 watch this. We don't really believe that. We sing it, but we don't really believe it. Because don't get me wrong, he does come when he wants to. And when he shows up, it's on time in his time. But it might not feel like it in your time. But when he does show up, it's in his time. And believe it or not, it's the right time. Because truth be told, if God showed up every time we called, it probably would be more of a curse than a blessing. Okay. Can we, can we, can we, can we, can we get a little deeper? When, when, when God doesn't show up according to our timetable, truth be told, sometimes we get an attitude with God. Huh? We get an attitude with God. Can, 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 I, t- can I tell you this, this, this morning, even if the journey seems impossible or even if the journey seems unexpected, the walls of Jericho should have been impenetrable but God. See, what, what, what Joshua and the Israelites were up against, it, it may have seemed impossible to the naked eye. It may have seemed impossible to overcome, but they followed God anyway with full trust and hope in his promise. I wonder if we'll stop doing a lot of this talking and a lot of this complaining and just start following God. I wonder what we could accomplish. I wonder what we could accomplish. Watch this. They knew that they, that, that they had a mindset that they would have to fight, but they didn't have to because God would fight for them to claim the land that was promised to them. And we as believers can rest assured that even if the path does seem impossible, even if it's not what we expected, when we're prayerful, when we're faithful, when we follow God, when we follow the plans that he has for us, it will be worth every step. This, this, this biblical narrative uh, in, in, in Joshua reminds us of how crucial it is to lean on God and put our trust in him. It is so sweet to trust in Jesus. Okay, all right. Because see, because see, watch this. When we do that, the impossible can happen. When we, when we listen, we can hear God speaking to us. And, and see, a radical component of the Bible is God spoke to Joshua and Joshua listened. One of the issues that we have in our church, especially, let me, I'm, I'm sorry, in the black church is that we have to deal, unfortunately, with a lot of hard-headed, stiff-necked Negroes. I know we on internet and whatever. I'm so sorry, but I'm just going to tell it like it is. In the Black Baptist Church, there is a tendency that everybody wants to be in charge. But see, if the Negroes, I'm, gonna say, I'm sorry, but if the Negroes that want to be in charge would look in the Bible, the pastor God didn't give everybody command to be in charge. Just because you're in charge of a ministry does not make you in charge.
I'm going to hit the auto start on my car so I can just run right out. See, 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 because Joshua, watch this, because Joshua took the time to listen and seek God's direction. He heard clearly from the Lord what steps he needed to take. Right? Christians, Christians today learn a valuable lesson about the importance of making space to hear from God. You see, when we stop and take time to listen, mm-hmm, reading scripture, spending time in prayer, watch this, being still and worshiping, giving God some space, making room for God. We make room for everything but God. It's funny how folk come to church and because they don't hear what they want to hear, then they decide, well, I won't come or pastor ain't preaching. I'll get up and leave. That's okay, too. Because God going to bless what he going to bless, whether you are in attendance or not. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Psalm 119, Psalm 119, uh, the 105th verse says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light. Unto my pa- I got a Bible reader or two in the house. Watch this. God is intentional and not random. God did not instruct Joshua and his army to storm the city upon arrival. He didn't do that. He had meticulous steps for them to take to achieve the desired outcome of this mission. God was very specific. God was very intentional in how he orchestrated the walls of Jericho falling. I recognize that a lot of times because we see a clear path, a lot of times we think that is the easiest way to go. Because what, what do they tell us? A straight line is the, yeah, a straight line is the, short, it's the easiest way to get there, right? Just follow the straight line. A lot of times, see, 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 I can think that in my mind, but I don't know what's on the other side of the wall. So going straight through the gate might get me in trouble. Okay. All right. See, 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 God is intentional, watch this, about helping the, the Israelites claim this city. And then we can be confident that God is also, that has that same intentionality when it comes to us today. The ups and downs that we go through of life, they may feel unexpected. They may feel impossible. They may even catch us off guard, but God knows what is coming. And he will make good, watch this, out of all circumstances for those who love him. Let me be clear. For those who love him. Paul, Paul says in Romans 8, in Romans 8 and 28, and we know that all things work together for what? For good to them that, uh-huh, and to them who are called according to, I got some Bible readers in the room. See, 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 our lives, church, let me help you. Our lives are meaningful and significant, and because God is writing each and every one of our stories intentionally, that's how you know you can walk with God. Because everything that you are doing in your life, God is writing it intentionally if you follow the instruction. God is designing each chapter of our lives. He knows our ending and our beginning. Can I, can I tell you, watch this, that knowing the plan, if you don't write nothing else down today, take this home with you. Knowing the plan and doing the plan are two different things. I'm, I'm, come on, I'm, I'm going to say it slow just in case you missed it. Knowing the plan and doing the plan are different things, two different things. Watch this. The plan for conquering Jericho was simple. 
They were to march around Jericho once a day for six days. And then on the seventh day, what were they supposed to do? They were to march around the walls seven times. Seven times, and then do what? Blow the trumpets with a long blast, and then what? Shout with a shout, and the walls would fall. And all they had to do was know the plan, and then what? Carry out the plan. See, a lot of times we'll know the plan. We'll get the instruction. I'm going to talk to my fellas in the room. We open up the box. We looked at the picture. The instructions are in this little plastic bag. We slide that over there. And we start putting stuff together. And, 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 and be happy about it. And the, the, the radio be on, the TV, whatever. And we just are screwing and moving. And we feeling good about ourselves. And then we get ready to, to do what we got to do. And then we go to sit the thing up and recognize that the dough is backwards. The glass is missing. And it's 15 screws. Then, hopefully, they ain't looking at you. Now you got to go to the book you should have opened up in the first place. I'm trying to help somebody. If we had just opened up the book in the first place. You shaking your head real hard, uh, uh, Sister Pam. She's shaking her head real hard. (laughs) I was told by my mama just the other day, you know you don't read directions. Literally a few days ago she said that. But watch this. To Joshua and the army and the priests and all of this, this might have seemed like a real different approach for overthrowing the city. Uh, especially when it ain't the way that they wanted to do it. You see, however, but see, Joshua led the Israelites to do what God instructed. Let me help somebody. When you got a leader that's following the instructions of God, you best get in line. Okay, all right, okay. Let me help you. The Israelites were not given permission by God to simply storm the city when they were ready. Okay, okay. You see, they had to wait seven days. They might have been ready the first day, but they had to wait seven days. Come on now, watch this. They marched, they camped, and they waited on God to move. Now, now you got to know that when they got there, You had a couple of us in the line. I'm going to get in trouble here. What the hell are we waiting on? We can take them out today. He got us out here just standing out here and and, and we sitting here and I I done sharpened my sword and I'm ready to go and and I'm hungry. I've been out here all this time and we out here. What are we waiting? You know, day two come. You know, you know, you know, if we don't march today, I'm leaving. If you don't, you know, if they, they, don't let us get to day four. Now we foaming at the mouth. This is going to make no Are you sure Moses left him in charge? Are we sure this is the one that Moses left? Are, have we, are we sure? So, 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 but again, it didn't make sense to them. Because it wasn't the way that they had been trained. It wasn't the way. Watch this. It wasn't what they were used to. You know, because those are the words that kill the church. We've never done it like this before. 
Well, this ain't the way I was raised. Okay, good. That's, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. But you know, there's three different types of gases that go in the car, but all of them make it go. But you better put the right one in your car. Okay, I see. Okay. See, 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 other people thought it would be best to win the city probably with a proven military strategy, right? Right? And we can find ourselves thinking that similarly, in, in a similar way because, because when it comes to, to waiting on the Lord, we have problems. But see, the answer is, watch this, to keep waiting on the Lord. Uh, uh, Juanita Bynum sang a song once, it's, it's something entitled, uh, I Don't Mind Waiting on the Lord. Somebody know that one, huh? Okay, all right, all right. Isaiah, Isaiah 40 and 31, y'all know this. They that wait upon the Lord. Okay. Something about mounting up on eagles and, okay, all right, okay. See, see, waiting, waiting on the Lord, watch this, it deepens your faith. Okay. Waiting on the Lord increases our trust in him. Waiting on the Lord builds your spiritual maturity. Waiting on the Lord builds your spiritual muscle. Waiting on the Lord deepens your relationship with God. Waiting. And then while we wait, we wait with faith. Uh, We have to wait with faith that God will certainly transform and renew us. Now, now the Israelites, they, they could have marched around the walls of Jericho a million times, but that was not the instruction. They could have blown a thousand horns. They, they could have shouted until they lost their voices. But without the power of God, oh my God, the walls would have never come down. They would not have fallen entirely. Watch this. We have to recognize that as much money as we have, as many degrees as we have, whatever our job title might be, we are not entirely self-sufficient. I don't know about you, but I need God. We need God. You see, we need God to win our battles. We need God to empower others. We, 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 we need God to overcome obstacles. We need God to, 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 to make a lasting impact in this world. Church, we need God in our everyday walk. We need God in our friendships. We need God in our relationships. We need God in our careers. We need God in our finances. We need God in our marriages. We need God in everything that we do. We need God in our families. A lot of times there's always some family turmoil because folk just won't be honest. Huh? See, folk won't be honest and say, you know what? I know I hurt you and I'm sorry. A lot of times that's all folks want to hear. You ain't got to rehash the whole story. I I don't care why you did it when you did it. But at least be man enough or woman enough, excuse me one second, Christian enough to say, you know what? I'm sorry. Because, see, you won't grow. Folk around you won't grow because you're holding on to some mess. Mm. Yeah. We, 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 we need God. Yeah. And, see, when we're, when we're, when we're, when we're uh, tempted to think otherwise... We need to find the wisdom from this biblical text uh, and that we need God in all areas 
of our lives. If, 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 if the Israelites, if the Israelites had resisted, oh my God, if they had resisted uh, what God had done for them or resisted the instruction, they would have lost. They would have lost. They would have been forced out of their promised land, out of their promise. They would have messed up and their obedience to God would have faltered. But see, obedience to God matters. It matters that you are obedient. I was heard, I heard this quite often when I was, when I was little. Uh, I can't remember who said it, but we used to holler it all the time. It's scripture, but obedience is better than sacrifice. I never understood it until I got older. But, if, 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 but here's the deal. When we're obedient to God, things have a tendency to move in the right order. Come on now. This is still true for believers today. Watch this. Living righteously according to God's ways rather than our own ways makes a difference. Come on now. When we find encouragement, we, we, we can find encouragement from this narrative to be obedient to God with the assurance that obedience will result in blessing. Six days of walking around Jericho without a spoken word. On the seventh day, they were to walk around Jericho seven times without a word. No reason had been given for why they needed to be silent. But they, they were given an instruction. Watch this. The entire plan of conquering Jericho had to be followed. Joshua received the plan. He explained the plan, and he knew it. He knew what God was doing, even if they did not. The hardest thing for Israel, or the hardest thing for those of us in the church, is to be silent. Truth be told, sometimes we don't know when to shut up. Mm. See, 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 and think about it. In order for, think about this. You know, the silence had to be impressive. Because, it, you know, because especially for folks who used to doing a lot of talking. How long, watch this, could we do the Lord's work in silence without complaining? Mm. How long could we do the Lord's work in silence without questioning? How long, watch this, could we walk the walk without doing all the extra talking? Watch this. You may even have a right to know the plan, but do we really need to know the plan? See, those folks just needed to be where you're supposed to be. Now, now, I, I gave y'all something earlier, right? I said knowing the plan and executing the plan are two different things. Unfortunately, in Texas, a few days ago, there was a plan. When you read the story, they had had extensive training on what would happen in the event of an active shooter. I know at my school, we have a plan. We know what to do. The kids know what to do. And then I saw the interview of the little girl. She said, when the bullet came through the wall, we turned the lights off. We all ran into the closet and the teacher locked the door. And we got into the corner and we were quiet. Why did she do that? And the reporter said, why did you do that? She said, because I've been doing this since we was in pre-K. Because that's the plan. Now, ooh, I'm going to try not to say the wrong stuff in here. Y'all pray for me. I need a mute button or something. When, 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 if the, if the babies could follow the plan. But the doggone SWAT team can't follow the plan. 
Everybody got a badge, but don't nobody want to do their job. Oh, I want to be SWAT, but I, but I got to wait. We got, and then, and then, and then the, 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 the one quote that got me, because I had to check it three or four times, but I, you know, I had to check my references. I saw it on four different uh, reputable news organizations. One of the sheriffs said, well, the men didn't go in for fear of being shot. You know, I play crazy, but I really ain't. My, oh, well, my uncle is back there. Now, he done snuck in, too. My uncle back He's a retired state trooper. <laughs> right? He got a vest, gun, rifle in the car, all kind of stuff. When it's time to move, you work the plan. Because the people you going to save ain't got no vest. Again, there's a difference from knowing the plan and work. Watch this. Okay, okay. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me get done. Let me get done. Let me get done. So, 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 watch this. Most Christians, most of us, we try to figure out what we gonna get when we ask God for something. We 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 try to figure out how God gonna give it to us. We say, God, I need this. God, I, I need a down payment for a house. And you want to ask the prayer. Then, all of a sudden, we want to know how he's going to do it. If you're asking the one, the, the one person who you know can do it, and, and you believe they can do it, I don't care how he do it. But see, we get so stuck up in our minds and in our heads, and we want to know, well, God, you know, well, then we start, then we start trying to help God. Well, God, you know, you could do this. Well, God, you know if you do it like this. Well, if you had a plan, why do you follow your plan? Okay, all right. Our, our figuring it out and giving God our two cents is a lack of faith. Because if you're going to pray to God, you need to trust God and then work the plan. And see, when you have to develop a backup plan, you didn't have faith in the first place. You, you see, anytime you have a backup plan, watch this. If you got a backup plan for God, then you're not believing in him and you're not walking in the faith that you say you have. Now, 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 watch this. It's better to trust in the Lord than to put our confidence in man. I saw that, I saw that, I saw that. Put our confidence in man or anyone else. Don't believe me? Come here, uh, David, Psalm 118 and 8. He said these words, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. I didn't write it, David did. Man will let you down. Folks will let you down. Family will let you down. Man will disappoint you. Man will turn their back on you. Let me be real clear, because I see y'all there. You know, when they wrote the Bible, they only used men as a reference. It means everybody. Folks will turn their back on you. Man will throw you under the bus. Mm. Now, 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 just like the city of Jericho, church, we're surrounded by walls. Walls in our lives that need to come down. Walls of fear. Fear that my next step won't be as good as my last step. Fear that because they're no longer around, my stuff ain't going to be right. Fear, watch this, we have walls of guilt because of what I used to do. Mm -hmm. Watch this, walls of anger, walls of violence, 
Walls of bondage, walls of suspicion, because we're, suspic- we're, su- we're, suspic- we're suspicious of everybody. Then we have this other side, walls of unforgiveness. Because we're walking around full of hate and anger because we haven't forgiven some folk that forgot what they even did to you in the first place. Walls of self-pity. Keep your, don't watch this now. Look, if you're going to have a pity party, keep it to yourself. Because, don't, right, don't, 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 don't invite me now. Now, if you, if you invite me to the pity party, no, we ain't staying there. No, we ain't staying there. Right? So, so these walls of self-pity, walls of depression, walls of unbelief, walls that keep us in sin, walls that keep others out, walls that create barriers, Barriers between us. Walls, watch this. We all, we all tend to build walls between us as we go through life. Sometimes they are built intentionally. Sometimes they're built out of pain. Sometimes these walls show up because, because of some hurt that, that we have. And we just start to build up these walls. And then by the time the next person comes along or the next relationship, now they got to knock down 15 walls just to see who you really are. We build up walls to protect ourselves from getting hurt. Walls to, watch this, we build up walls to hurt other people by withdrawing from them. We build up walls to prevent others from seeing our sin. We got real quiet right there. We, 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 got, we build up walls uh, uh, for being misunderstood. Or we have walls to hide a deep sense of inferiority. Walls. But church... If we're going to take the land, there will be a lot of walls, but we have to follow the direction that God gave. Jericho is a symbol of what sin has done to the world. It has caused us to build up all of these walls. Sin is full of walls, but God promised us the promised land. And the fall of the walls of Jericho, watch this, is a grand reminder that God fulfills whatever he promises. I wish I had a little help. Regardless of how much time passes, God always makes good on his promise. And we can trust, my God, we can trust that God is faithful to his promise. And we can be at peace that if we wait on the promises of God, and those things will come to pass. Hmm. Okay. This is, this, 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 is, this is when I started typing and I said, oh, God, I'm going to get yelled at, but it's okay. Shouting was not their preferred strategy. <laughs> Shouting was not their preferred strategy because, see, that's not what they were used to. We were, they were used to showing up, standing in their spot, doing their thing, and then going home and, and doing whatever it is. That was never their responsibility. Never their responsibility. I don't know what happened up here. Anyway, let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me finish this up. People don't recognize that sometimes a shout to God will release some things in your life. See, see we, we tend to hold on to shouting, right? Jesus, watch this. Just as God's mighty hand pressed down the wall with force that buckled it and fell, that's the same power that comes and, re- and is released when we shout unto God. We cannot be afraid to release a shout unto God. 
I know it, it, sometimes it might seem undig- undignified. I know it's not what we're used to. I know that's not the type of church you might have been raised in. But let me tell you something right now. If you want to get God's attention, okay, if you want to get God's attention, you might want to release a shout. Okay, okay, okay. The, 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 in, 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 in the Bible, the message, the Bible talks about all of God's promises. God isn't, uh, God doesn't hold up a, a help wanted sign. Watch this. Jesus didn't come uh, and offer salvation as a co-op. That's not what he did, right? Just as God, just as he did what he did, God is waiting on us to do our part. He going to do what he going to do regardless. Either we going to line up with him or we going to be left behind. And I don't know about you, I don't want to be left behind. I I don't want to be missing from the action. I don't want to miss what God has for me. The greatest wall that sin has erected was a wall between us and God. That's the greatest wall that sin has erected. It's a wall between us and God. We were bricked off from God because of our sin. We were bricked off because of our sin. And when Jesus gave his life as a substitute for us, that wall was torn down. When the curtain, when the veil was torn from the top down, we no longer had to be bothered with what somebody else was going to tell God. We could talk to God on our own. We can put the walls down and we can put Satan behind his wall. We need God's power to do it. We have to follow God's instruction to do it. Now, when we're on, on Sunday morning, I'm, I'm, I'm done. When we're here on Sunday morning and we're in church and we're feeling all spiritual, it sounds real good. But the truth is, Monday through Saturday, it gets a little difficult for us. The truth is hard to accept sometimes. See, we like to control everything. It's easy on Sunday morning, Lionel Richie said that. It's easy on Sunday morning, but watch this. On Monday through Thursday and Friday, I'm going through hell. And we want the easy way. You know, we go to all these conferences. Well, well, give me three steps to have a better life. Give me five steps to have financial security. Give me four steps to do this. Give me all these things. And God is saying, no, no, no. I don't need all that legal mumbo-jumbo. God says, let me lead you. Jesus said these words, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. See, it's, it's easy to keep the rules. You know, you want, you want to keep all these rules. That's why I have sometimes have an issue with some of my, my brothers uh, in different religions who want to tell me about the 620 commandments, and, and they ain't following all 620 commandments. Jesus died on the cross. I'm covered by blood and grace. Because, see, if we still were living under them 620 commandments, because, you know, breaking a commandment, the, 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 the judgment is death. Instantly. None of us would be here if it wasn't for the... Okay, all right, all right. I, 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 don't, know what, I don't know about you, but I, I'll take Jesus over, over some book of 620 laws any day. Last scripture, we out of here. 1 Thessalonians 4 and 16. Writer says this, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet, come on now, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. 
Whatever that dead situation is in your life, go ahead and shout your wall down. Go ahead and shout your problems down. Go ahead and shout for your deliverance. Go ahead and shout for you breaking the chains. Go ahead and shout for your family. Shout for your healing. Shout for your breakthrough. Go ahead and shout for your miracle. I don't care what they say. If he said it, I believe it, and you should walk in it. Shout for that unsaved family member. Oh, God, help me. Shout for that promotion on your job. Hallelujah, Jesus. Shout for the new job. Shout for the increase in the bank account. Shout for the, for the for, oh, my God. Shout for your city getting cleaned up. Oh, my God. Shout your sickness away. I like this scripture because they didn't wait till the battle was over to shout. Y'all just missed it. They didn't wait till the battle was over to shout. You don't have to wait till the battle is over. You can shout right now. You can shout like you already run. You can shout like you've already been delivered. Shout like you already healed. Shout like you already set free because the walls are coming down. Every wall that the enemy set up is coming down. No more walls. No more restrictions. No more barriers. No more substitutes. He is my way maker. He is my bright and morning star. Hallelujah. You don't have to wait because the walls are coming down. The walls are coming down. God bless you. Thank you. The walls are coming down. The door of the church is open. The door of the church is open. You can come by letter, Christian experience, or candidate for baptism. The door of the church is open. Let me say this. I say it all the time. I'm not concerned about you being a member of Ebenezer, and neither is Pastor Person. Our concern is that you have a relationship with God. You can walk down the aisle and we will send you. We'll look. I'm real good at typing letters. I'll type your letter wherever you want to go. But our care and our concern first is that you have a good relationship and that you're in a Bible-believing, Bible-based church. The door is open. You can come now. Come on, stand to your feet, stand to your feet, come on, stand to your feet.
come on, come on, come on, y'all know this. I'm gonna stay on yeah. the battlefield. I'm gonna stay on the battlefield. I'm gonna stay on the battlefield until I Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before his presence with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, and glory be majesty, honor, and dominion now and forever. Let every heart say amen, amen, amen. Go in peace. Trust in the Lord. 
a ring let me know we uh deacon uh, mayberry brought a ring to me it's like a little pinky well it's a pinky ring for me but if you lost the ring let me know you did yeah hold on let me show it to you is it this one (laughs) the ring's owner has been found Thank <laughs> you. 